our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director, Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Baseball today on 1230 KHS. The Broncos finally are going to get on the diamond here this afternoon against the Jimmies of Jamestown as we spend a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Steve Sponburn. Coach, uh, back at home for the first time uh, this season. I'll tell you what, it's, it's, been a, it's been a battle to get games in. It really has. It's probably of all the years that I've been involved, in, not only here at the college, but throughout, it's probably been one of the most challenging years, and especially as a baseball team. You know, we played early in the year. We lost our first weekend down in Kansas and then went to Oklahoma and played in less than ideal conditions, but got the chance to play three games and then went to Joplin, and again, the weather wasn't very good, but we got four games in there. And then we spent 24 Four days inside where we were able to get out two times. One of them was in the parking lot on the cement here at Duncan. So well, it's just been really difficult to get a lot of stuff done on the outside now. Uh, inside wise where we've hit a lot and we've done a lot of things, although sometimes that hasn't shown as the free year. But as far as fly balls and doing some things like that that you need to be outside to do, we just haven't had an opportunity to do it. But uh, when we went south to play, those teams have been out. So a huge advantage for them. And Still doesn't make up for some of the things that we didn't do. We have to be better at what we were doing down there. But uh, And now we're playing teams in the conference that are similar to us and the fact that they haven't been out a lot either other than when they've gone south. So, uh, you know, maybe a little bit evener playing field, but still uh, we have a lot of inexperienced guys, guys that are not juniors and seniors. I think those guys are, uh, although affected by weather, they've been through the, the, the rigors of college baseball. And we got a lot of young guys, and uh, uh, they've missed that early part of the season but uh in the same token it's not an excuse we got to find ways to win ball games normally uh we have a veteran team uh, not being outside a whole lot is not a big worry but we got young guys and they got to go through some of that stuff no question about it whether the weather was perfect it would still be a challenge especially with the competition level of some of the teams that we've played and uh i think we lost about 11 games on our schedule and we uh had spring break this week so we stayed down in kansas and picked up three or four games and and uh but that's after coming off of 24 days inside so uh, it wasn't wasn't like starting completely over, but certainly wasn't where we wanted to be. And and uh, we've played decently at times, still not good enough to be uh, a championship team yet. And that's what we want to be here. And we've lost some close games, and those are games that we have to find ways to win. What have you seen uh, from your baseball team in the first 15? Well, I, I think we hoped that our pitching staff would be our, our strength because that's where our most experience is. And uh, that's been a challenge, to be quite honest with you. We haven't thrown enough strike ones. Uh, we've gotten behind hitters, haven't had a lot of uh, easy one, two, three innings. And so we have to be better at that. And I think we have been as we've gone along. Uh, but now we're into game 13, 14, 15, and it's in the conference. So uh, we, we have to be better on the mound. Vinny Schmidt's been a guy that was really good for us last year and has had some uh, personal issues as well uh, with his family situation and uh, uh, just hasn't been quite as sharp as he has been but we're confident he's going to get back and and I, I believe that because he's a tremendous competitor. Uh, Grant Sveck's been a guy that's been a veteran on our pitching staff for two years and been a little vulnerable to the home run ball. He's getting some pitches up. You can't do that here 
maybe you get away with it. But most places we play, that's not going to happen. So uh, Zach Fritton's another guy that's been a veteran in our pitching staff and, again, has worked behind hitters. And he's doing, most all of our pitchers are not pitchers that are going to be good enough to get behind people and then get the ball by them. Austin Vitosh has pitched pretty well. Today we're going to throw Devin Wagner, uh, just a freshman, or he was with us last year and had some eligibility issues. And he's got things straightened out and matured a lot better. So he's pitched very well. He's probably been our best pitcher up to this time, but that's a part of the team that we had hoped would carry us early and quite honestly hasn't up to this point. Uh, offensively, we got a lot of new guys. We lost some guys at the semester this year due to, again, personal type things, whether it's job offerings or family issues, and uh, we lost a couple other guys when the season first started that, that had some issues, but you have to overcome those, but it becomes more difficult then when you're taking out two seniors and a junior and inserting freshmen and sophomores who you had hoped would play a year or two of JV and then get an opportunity to step in. But it's been a learning curve that's been shortened by the weather. It's been shortened by some of the people that did not return. So offensively, we've been inconsistent. I think we have the potential to be decent, uh, but right now we haven't lived up to that and we got to score some runs. We lost two out of three games to Doan and they're two one-run games where if we get some timely hits, we win those games. So that's what you have to do in the conference. And then defensively, we've improved, I think, as the season started, as we finally got outside and been able to do some things. So, you know, I think our pitching, I still believe, can be very solid. Uh, our offense, I think, will improve as the year goes on, and our defense has been better with each game. So uh, that's kind of the way I'd characterize our team right now, which, uh, like I said, isn't good enough right now with the way we've been playing to win a championship, and that's what our goal is here. You mentioned uh, some of the pitchers. We'll see. What about uh, the position, guys? As you look up and down the roster, not a lot of familiar names back from a season ago. No, really not. We lost a lot of seniors, and those were good players and built a nice, solid foundation and had some success. Uh, Jaden Stack and Logan O'Neill have been our two guys behind the plate, and they've done a decent job. They're both guys that have been in our program, one a junior, one a sophomore, but not a lot of varsity experience. Uh, first base, John Strotz and Trent McMullen are two guys down there that, again, John's a senior and hasn't had a lot of time on the field, but uh, Trent McMullen, just a sophomore, we're going to start two freshmen up the middle at shortstop and second base, and that's always a concern, but Cam Brickachick from uh, Pius has hit the ball really well and is going to hit lead off for us and played very well defensively, and then Casey Onuka will play shortstop and Ryder Gadotti's another guy that's just a sophomore, so we're really young up the middle. Dylan Fitzgerald's really our only veteran back from last year at third base, and uh, he hits third in the lineup and has done really well for us, which we expect some of our upperclassmen to do. Uh, our outfield is uh, basically all new. Justin Hines is a junior with very little experience. Uh, our center fielder is Jaden Stack, and Justin will move over there. Cole Staub, a freshman from Kearney, is a guy that plays in the outfield. And then Tino Zach, a Juco transfer from Johnson County that's just a sophomore. So uh, we're really young and really inexperienced, and uh, at times it's shown, whether it be offensively or defensively. But uh, we're I, I'm confident this team can get better as we go along. It's just that, like I said, with the season being shortened up and things jammed into uh, short windows here, we're going to have to make those improvements in a hurry. Okay, we'll take a break and come back and talk about this matchup with Jamestown as our pregame show continues after this. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, and those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. 
these children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. When I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Back with Hastings College head coach Steve Sponberg. Hastings getting set to Someone take on. Said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds. And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye? to make a run maybe at the, the conference. Especially, we were supposed to play home last week against Doan, and they moved the whole conference schedule to Topeka, Kansas, because nobody's fields were ready. So uh, that hurt a little bit because we lost a couple of home games there. And like I said, very competitive series. Uh, they won two one-run games. We won one, and they beat us up a little bit in the last game because we made some mistakes. And so to start one and three is certainly not where we wanted to be, but we also knew that Doan and Jamestown, the first two opponents that we had, which we hoped were at home, uh, were going to be teams that were in the top half of the conference. And Jamestown Town is new to the conference, but has been really good in baseball. We've played them in tournaments in the past two or three years, and they, uh, they're they solid. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and when you look at their lineup, they're kind of like we want to be all the time as juniors and seniors. I would say uh, of their top nine, eight of those guys are either juniors or seniors. They, they're they a team that plays a little small ball. They get a guy on. They like to bunt, move him into scoring position. They play for a run here or there. They've pitched very well, and they've defended well, so Got a chance to watch them a little bit in Topeka before we played. Uh, I think they're a lot that way this year, but they do have some guys that can swing the bat. Their pitching staff's been solid, and and like I said, defensively, they don't make a lot of mistakes, so you earn everything you get. So uh, it, it's a big series for us early in the year, but uh, it's a 28-game schedule, so there's a ways to go, and basically if you're going to win the conference as regular season, uh, we need to play well in these four games. If not, then you're looking at the conference tournament trying to find a way to get into that and then try to make some things happen there and so uh, realistically you know I, I think we have a shot at the regular season but we might be more of a team this year because of our youth and inexperience that needs to find a way to get in the conference tournament and hopefully by the end of the year we're playing our best ball pitching plans for us today. Devin Wagner will start game one, and like I said, tall right-hander, uh, above-average fastball, can get the ball by some people, uh, good slider, changes speeds decently, controls his key. He's got to be on top of hitters. It's kind of similar to what we said to a lot of our other, although if he does walk some guys, he does have some stuff that he can use to strike people out, and has been a high strikeout guy for us, but with a high strikeout and sometimes walks, uh, his pitch count can run up there, so our bullpen will be important. It's one of the reasons we're throwing him in the seven inning game uh, so we can hopefully get deep into the game at least with him so uh, our bullpen should be well rested because we haven't played here for a while so uh, hopefully they can come in and do the job second game will go Austin Vitosh a very different pitcher and he's not going to throw the ball by anybody Uh, he's got to live on strike one he's got to get on top fastball is average uh, decent slider changes speeds fairly well but a good competitor on the mound so we're going to go with those two guys today Uh, tomorrow we'll use Grant's 
Oxfac, and then Jared Case is a transfer young man from uh, junior college in Colorado. Uh, had some arm issues in the past, had some arm issues for us early. We used him a couple times, but we're going to give him a start and see what he looks like. And, and like I said, we hope Vinny gets back to where he is, and if he can do that, and these four guys do their job, and we draw a bullpen, I think our pitching staff can still be very solid. Okay, go. Thank you much. Steve Sponberg, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around. Starting lineups in the play-by-play description up next. Hastings in Jamestown today on 1230 KHAS. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned. Locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Duncan Field Hastings College baseball action here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. This has not been an easy one here today to uh, get started. First of all, this is the first appearance of Hastings College uh, for the 2019 season after playing 15 games on the road because of uh, the uh, weather conditions here in the state of Nebraska. The fields just were not able to uh, go here the past uh, couple of weekends because of the snow and all the rain that we had. So Hastings played their opening games of the GPAC season down in Topeka, Kansas in a four-game series against Doan going one and three. And now they come back here and play uh, Jamestown, the Jimmies. We've had all kinds of problems with this, and this game was originally supposed to start at 1 o'clock today. They moved it to a 2.30, and then uh, throughout the day, the Jamestown bus broke down, and we had to find transportation for the team to get from a uh, hitting facility here in Hastings out to Duncan Field. So thus, uh, a little bit late start here today, a 3 o'clock starting time for Hastings in Jamestown, and we are underway. It had a lot of rain in Hastings last night, which pushed the uh, game time back a couple of hours here initially today because the outfield had uh, some standing water in it. So they waited until a uh, 2.30 start here today, and then we had problems with uh, the bus. So we're getting uh, an extremely uh, late start here for our doubleheader between Hastings and Jamestown, but we are underway in Jamestown is up to the plate first. This is the team that has been picked by the league's coaches to win the Great Plains Athletic Conference regular season championship this year in baseball, so they are very good. Uh, their record is sitting at 12 wins and 8 losses on the season. They are 2-2 two and two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings is coming in a mark of 4 wins and 11 losses on the year, playing most of their games uh, down south here for the first uh, third of the season. They are 1-3 and three in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and there's a first strikeout victim recorded here. Jaden Yackley goes down. 
for Jamestown to lead off the ball game. Again, the starting pitcher for Hastings, as Coach talked about, Devin Wagner in the ball game here today for Hastings College. So Wagner records a uh, strikeout to get things started here for the Broncos in this ball game today. Devin Wagner throwing for Hastings in uh, game number one here today. Wagner is a sophomore out of Sutton. Tanner Rowdy coming up to the plate next. He is the center fielder for Jamestown. His batting average on the season is sitting at 333, and the pitch to him is going to be outside for a ball, two balls, and no strikes. We'll get to the starting line. I'm so brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. There's a strike in there. Right down the pipe on Tanner Rowdy in the count to him is at two balls and one strike. So he saw Jaden Yankley leading off for Jamestown. He'll be at third base today. Rowdy is going to be your center fielder out there today for the Jimmies as he takes a swipe at that one and a swing and a miss to count two and two. Caleb Binstock will be your DH. He'll bat next. Then we'll see uh, Drake Pilot, the first baseman of the batting in the number four position. Matt Miraz, the left fielder, Will bat fifth, and then we'll see Zach Zerbrug, the catcher, batting sixth. Chase Hacker, the right fielder, will bat seventh. Jared Bentley, the second baseman, batting eighth. Grant Okawa will be your shortstop. He'll bat ninth, and the pitcher for Jamestown today is going to be Dakota Nelson. Here comes the 3-2 pitch. It's going to be a swung on and missed in his strikeout. So back-to-back strikeouts to begin the ball game here for Devin Wagner. That's going to bring up Caleb Binstock next, the designated hitter. His average is sitting at 333 on the season. Hastings with Devin Wagner on the mound. Logan O'Neill will be your catcher today, at least in game number one. John Strotes will be down there at first base. It'll be Cam Brickentech will be at second base for Hastings. Casey Onuka will be at shortstop. Dylan Fitzgerald will be at third base. The outfield all new for this season. Justin Hines out in left field. Jaden Stack will be out in center. Tito Zock will be your right fielder today for Hastings. Your starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank. Now with three locations in Hastings. Five Points Bank, the better bank member, FDIC. We're just underway here. Game number one of a doubleheader involving Hastings and Jamestown. College baseball returns to Duncan Field here today. There's a strike on the inside corner in the lefty. Binstock, and the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. Devin Wagner pounding the strike zone here in inning number one. He's in his full windup, and the big, tall right-hander throws another one on the plate. That one's going to sail out wide for a ball, and the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. So the only conference action for Hastings was the four-game series against the Doan University Tigers. That game was played, or those four games were played down in the Topeka, Kansas. There's a swing and a miss there, and Devin Wagner comes out and strikes out the side to begin the ball game here for Hastings. So Jamestown, they score no runs on no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. We go to the bottom of the first inning to score Jamestown nothing. Hastings coming to bat.
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College Baseball here on 1230 KHAS and online at HastingsLink.com. Bronco Baseball brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, also by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by Five Points Bank, also by the Hastings Tribune, Hastings Convenient Care PC, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, and by the Hastings College Foundation. So Hastings will come up to the plate now here in the bottom half of the first inning. The pitcher for Jamestown today is going to be Dakota Nelson. Nelson has a record of two wins and one loss on the season. His ERA is sitting at 3.09. And we're going to see Camden Birkensack coming up there for Hastings to lead off our half of the first inning. Birkensack has been hitting the ball well. In fact, he's the leading hitter for Hastings. A batting average on the season at 375. Hastings not hitting the ball real well so far in the early part of the season. A team batting average of just 249 for uh, Hastings, but Brickenchuk, one of the uh, the bright spots here, that batting average sitting at 375. He's got 18 base hits and 48 trips to the plate. Five doubles to his credit. He's got a home run and 11 RBIs on the season. Rick and Chuck looking at a count of two balls and uh, no strikes. There's a strike right down the pipe there. And the count is sitting at two balls and one strike now. He has walked nine times so far this season. And he has struck out six times. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. And it's now three balls and one strike. The Jimmies of Jamestown coming in here from Jamestown, North Dakota, making the long Nine-hour drive down here to face Hastings in this doubleheader here today. Next pitch is going to be in there for a strike on the inside corner. The count is full with three balls and two strikes. Initially, this series was supposed to be played on Saturday and Sunday. However, they moved it to Sunday and Monday. So we'll have baseball action for you tomorrow afternoon as well here on 1230 KHIS beginning at 12 o'clock noon tomorrow. At least that's where it's scheduled for. 11.45 for the pregame show tomorrow. Here on 1230 KHAS. Much like in years past, we'll have a doubleheader with the seven innings in the first ball game. We'll go nine in the uh, second ball game here today. There's a ball hit right to the center fielder, and Rowdy grounds it out there in the center field to record the out for Jamestown. So Brickensack, he flies out to uh, center field to begin the ball game for Hastings, and Jaden Stack will come up there next. Jaden Stack is the center fielder for Hastings. 
Stack has a batting average of 320 on the season. He is second on the team in batting average. He's got a couple of home runs and 15 RBI so far this year. Stack is going to take a strike here. No balls and one strike. Jaden Stack has got 16 base hits in 50 trips to the plate. He leads the team with 13 runs scored. There's a ground ball to short over the first base. That's going to be in time. Grant Okawa at a shortstop making the out there to Drake Pilot over there at first base. So Stack has gone into play from short to first, and that's going to bring up Dylan Fitzgerald next. Fitzgerald, one of the guys back from a season ago. Dylan hitting a batting average of 313 so far this year. He's got 15 base hits and 48 trips to the plate. No homers and six RBIs as Nelson goes to work on him. And the pitch is going to be outside for a ball. One ball and no strikes. Game time temperature today at 50 degrees in Hastings. Winds are blowing out of the north at 15 miles per hour. So the fans in the stands are equipped with their blankies and their their winter coats here. As Hastings plays their first game of the season here at home at Duncan Field. First time on the new turf here as well. There's a high fly ball out to the outfield. Hacker was playing deep, and Hacker's going to grab that one easily out in right field. So each team goes down in order here in the first inning of play. Hastings with no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the second inning of play. The score is Hastings nothing and Jamestown nothing. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. You're listening to Hastings College baseball coverage here today on 1230 KHS from Duncan Field. Hastings and Jamestown here today. Seven inning ball game here in this uh, first ball game. Devin Wagner will come back out here for the Broncos. Struck out the side in Inning number one. So see what he can do right here against this Jamestown lineup. That's going to team bat average. They're hefty as they're sitting at 389 on the season. And here comes the Jimmies up to the plate here in the second inning of play. Drake Pilot is a guy who's going to start things off. Pilot's the first baseman. He takes a strike on the outside corner there. Right-handed hitter here for Jamestown, working against the righty on the hill. That's a Devin Wagner. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. Gets away from the catcher O'Neill, but no harm done. Nobody on the base pads here for Jamestown. 
Greg Pilot is up there for uh, the Jimmies. Pilot second on the team in batting average at 377. Leads the team in base hits with 23. He's been under the plate 61 times so far this year with no homers and five RBIs. Count to him is sitting at two balls and one strike to Drake Pilot. Here comes the next pitch. Swung out and missed. And the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes now on Pilot. He has walked 13 times so far this year. And he has struck out 13 times for the Jimmies. Here comes the 2-2 pitch from Devin Wagner. It's on the way. A fastball that misses outside. And the count is sitting at three balls and two strikes now to Drake Pilot. He'll be followed up by Matt Mirez, the left fielder. Then Zach Zerbrug, the catcher, scheduled up here for Jamestown here in the second inning of play. Here's the next pitch. It's a cold third strike in the outside corner. And a strikeout, the fourth one in a row to begin the ball game here for Devin Wagner. Pilot had second thoughts. He was on his way to first base, and a home plate umpire rings him up with a called third strike. So the fourth strikeout of the ball game for Devin Wagner. You couldn't expect anything better there. Devin Wagner, their product out of Sutton, just mowing him down here so far. Matt Mirez comes to the plate next. He is the left fielder. And the pitch to him is going to be upstairs for a ball. One ball and no strikes now to Matt Mirez. He's got a batting average of 353 on the season. He leads the team with three triples so far this year. There's the next pitch. He's going to be in there for a strike. One ball, one strike with one man out. Mirez has got 18 base hits and 51 trips to the plate. No homers and a team leading 15 RBIs so far this year. Next one is going to be in there for another strike. And the count is sitting at one ball and two strikes. Matt has struck out seven times so far this year. He has walked five times. Beyond the count right now with one ball and two strikes. Here's the next pitch hit on the ground towards short. Onuka has got it. He goes over to first base. That's going to be in time. Matt Mirez is retired in the play from short to first. Casey Onuka over to uh, Stroh's. And now it's going to be Zach Zerbrug coming up there next. He is the catcher for Jamestown. Zerbrug has a batting average of 292 so far this season. He's got 14 base hits and 48 trips to the plate. And there's the first mistake there by Devin Wagner as the pitch gets away from him and beans Zach Zerbrug to the first base runner here. After retiring the first five guys that he faced in the ball game. So Zerbrug heads down to the bag at first base. That's going to bring up Chase Hacker next. Hacker now is the leading hitter on the team. His batting average at 385 on the season. Jamestown, a team that likes to run the base pads too. They've got 51 stolen bases this year. They are 51 out of 57 in stealing bases. That compares with three out of six for Hastings. So the Jimmy's going to run the base pads and test our catchers today and our pitcher, Devin Wagner and Logan O'Neill. There's now Devin will have to work from the stretch for the first time here today, and the pitch is going to be down low for a ball. The count is sitting at one ball and no strikes to Chase Hacker. He's got 10 base hits in 26 trips to the plate. He's played in 11 out of the 16 games for Jamestown so far this year. He's got a couple of home runs and eight RBIs. Taking a lead down there is 
Zerbrock down there at first base. There's a pitch to the plays. Give me in there for a strike. And it is now one ball and one strike to Chase Hacker. He's got eight RBIs so far this year. He has walked 11 times and he has struck out seven times. Looking down for some signs in the third base coaching box. Runner is down there at first base with two men out here in the second inning of play. There goes the runner to throw down there right on the money. And they have got him down there at second base. That was a good throw there by Logan O'Neill. Logan O'Neill, the catcher, throws it right on the money. Guns down uh, the base runner from first base, Zach Zerbrug, and the inning is over. As Zerbrug is retired in the play down there at second base. So Jamestown, they score no runs on no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. The score is Jamestown nothing and Hastings nothing. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Back here at Duncan Field, Hastings College Baseball and 1230 KHAS. Hastings in Jamestown here today. Other games going on in the conference today. Briar Cliff is playing at Morningside. Concordia is at Dakota Wesleyan. Action yesterday in the conference. Midland and Northwestern split two. Northwestern won the first game 11 to 5. Warriors came back to win the second game by a score of 5-4. to four. Morningside and Briar Cliff also playing yesterday, also splitting a doubleheader. Briar Cliff winning the first game 7-3. to three. And uh, the Chargers actually swept Morningside as uh, they won the second ball game by a score of 12-1. to one. And here's Hastings getting started now in the second inning of play. Tino Zock, he singles to left field. So Tino Zock. The right fielder for the Broncos, the number four hitter in the batting order, gets the first base hit of the ball game as he singles to left center field. So now the Broncos have a man on. That's a first base, and now Justin Hines will come to the plate next for Hastings. Hines is the left fielder, his batting average at 222 on the season. There's a pitch to the plate there by Dakota Nelson. It's going to be outside the strike zone. And the Cows sitting in one ball and no strikes to Justin Hines for Hastings. Dakota Nelson, his next pitch is going to be fouled away. Back over the screen into the seats. And he counters at one ball and one strike now to Justin Hines. Justin's got six base hits and 27 trips to the plate so far this year. No homers and a couple of RBIs. Right-hand batter's box here on the new turf at Duncan Field. One ball and one strike. Squares around the bunt, pulls it back, and will take a pitch outside for a ball here. The count is sitting at two balls and one strike now to Hines. He has walked one time this year. He has struck out six times. Steve Sponberg down in the third base coaching box for Hastings. Going through the signals down there and taking the lead. Zach down there at first base for Hastings. 
Zach inching it away from the bag down there. Here comes the pitch to the plate. It's going to be outside for a ball. And the count is going to be three balls and one strike now to Justin Hines. He'll be followed up by Trent McMullen. He's the DH here for Hastings. Dakota Nelson is your pitcher here for Jamestown. 3.07 is earned run average. Two wins and one loss is his record. There's a pitch right there for his strike. Right at the knees, good-looking pitch. And now the count is full at three balls and two strikes. This guy has thrown 29 and a third innings for Jamestown so far this year, giving up 23 hits and 11 runs. Ten of those earned with seven base on balls and 19 strikeouts. There goes the runner at first base, and the pitch is going to be a pie. There's going to be a, a walk there. And Zachton turn off the motor and just kind of cruise into second base. Justin Hines gets a walk. Trent McMullen coming up there next. He's the DH. By the way, teams are batting 215 against Dakota Nelson when he's on the mound. He sings with a base hit so far in this ball game. And now they are threatening to maybe get the first run of the ball game on the board here. Hastings has got a man on in the scoring position. That is Zach down there at second base. Hines is on at first base, and McMullen to the plate. Pops up an attempted bunt, and it's going to be in foul territory. So he tries to lay down his sacrifice over there. McMullen pops up the attempted bunt there. That was nearly caught by the third baseman, Yankley, but he couldn't quite get to it in foul territory. So McMullen comes back and grabs the, the club in the right-hand batter's box. Takes a look at Coach Sponberg down there in the third base box. Jamestown will play with the, the first baseman pilot on the green portion of the infield here at Duncan Field. Everything is artificial now. There's a throw to second base. That's not going to be in time. Back in there was Zach. We haven't been to Duncan here yet this spring. They've replaced the the grass, everything is artificial, including the the dirt portion. So the only thing that's uh, still grass is the outfield, which is very, very soggy from all the the snow and rain that we have had here lately. And now the uh, pitcher is going to step off of the, the rubber. That's uh, Dakota Nelson. And now the head man for Jamestown is going to come out of the dugout. And he wants to have a little conference on the mound here. This trip to the mound is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Don't forget enjoyed food, friends, beverages, and big screens at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They're located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. So the Broncos are threatening here in the second inning of play. Hastings has got base runners on at first and second base. The count here to Trent McMullen is sitting at no balls and one strike. And we've got a uh, major conference going on in the mound here with the entire infield pulled in. And now the home plate umpire is going to go out and try to break that up. And just as he gets there, the conference is over. Everybody heads back to their regular positions now. We'll see what Hastings elects to do here. They tried to bunt the last opportunity there for Trent McMullen, but he popped it up in foul territory. Now he re-enters here in the right-hand batter's box with runners on at first and second base. Jamestown, again, with the first baseman pulled in over there. And here comes the next pitch from Dakota Nelson. It's on the way. A low fastball is going to be swung out and missed. 
And now McMullen is behind in the count at no balls and two strikes. So McMullen trying to drive one home here. He's got a couple of home runs so far this year. Probably not in this park, though. He's got seven RBIs to his credit. No balls and two strikes. Better out at first and second base. Here comes the next pitch. That's a curveball. It's going to be in there for a strike, and he strikes him out. Huge strikeout there for Dakota Nelson. That's the first strikeout of the ball game now for Jamestown's Dakota Nelson. And now John Strotes will come to the plate next. He is the first baseman. He's got a batting average of 182 so far this season. He's got eight base hits and 44 trips to the plate. Yeah, a couple of RBIs. There's a fastball there. It's going to be high and away. And they count it one ball and no strikes now to John. He has struck out 12 times so far this year. He has walked four times. He's got a double for his extra base hits so far this year. That would be nice in this situation. We're still scoreless between Hastings and Jamestown. He pops this one up, though. Going to stay in the infield. It's going to be uh, grabbed here by the shortstop, Grant Okawa. And that's going to be the second out of the inning. He flies out to the shortstop. And now Logan O'Neill is going to come to the plate next. He is the catcher for Hastings. Logan O'Neill comes to the plate with a batting average of just 138. He's got four base hits and 29 trips to the plate. So Logan O'Neill, another right-handed hitter, comes to the plate next for the Broncos. And Dakota Nelson works from the stretch, trying to wiggle his way out of this jam here. The runner's out at first and second base. The pitch is going to be down low for a ball. 1-0 the count here to Logan O'Neill for Hastings. O'Neill is a sophomore out of Rock Canyon High School in Castle Rock, Colorado. Comes to the plate here for Hastings, doing the catching chores for the Broncos here in game number one. 1-0 the count to Logan O'Neill. And here comes the next pitch. It's going to be a fastball. It's going to be up high for a ball, 2-0. Nebraska is playing Michigan State today in a three-game series. This is the third game of a three-game series. Huskers out on top of Michigan State, 6 to nothing. They are at the end of the sixth inning of play at Hawks Field in Lincoln. Huskers looking for the sweep of that series after winning two games on Friday in a, a doubleheader. There's a fastball there right down the pipe. Logan O'Neill now looking at a count of two balls and one strike. So Nebraska and Michigan State did not play yesterday because of the rainy conditions in Lincoln. They're playing that third game today. The Huskers with the lead over Michigan State, 6 to nothing. No score here between Hastings and Jamestown. Dakota Nelson working from the stretch. The count here at the plate is at two balls and one strike. There's a ball hit to the outfield. Could be in the gap. It's going to fall for a base hit. Broncos are on the board. One run is going to score. Here comes the second run to the plate. Pulling up at second base with a double is Logan O'Neill. And the Broncos have the lead two to nothing. The number eight hitter in the batting order, Logan O'Neill, with a two-run double here. In the second inning of play, and Hastings has got to lead over Jamestown. The score is two to nothing. Coming up to the plate next for Hastings is going to be Casey Onuka. Onuka is the uh, shortstop for Hastings. 
Onuka has a batting average of 158 so far this season. Onuka's got three base hits in 19 trips to the plate. He's got no homers, and he's got one RBI as he stumps in there from the right-hand side. And we'll take a pitch right the knees for a strike. No balls and one strike now to Casey Onuka. He's one of the youngsters in this lineup here today for Hastings. A freshman out of Lincoln Lutheran. There's a ball hit toward third. It's going to curve over into foul territory. And the count will be at no balls and two strikes. So a big base hit by Logan O'Neill gets things started for Hastings. A two-run double here in the second inning of play. Hastings out on top now by a score of 2 to nothing here in this ballgame. We're in the bottom half of the second inning. This one's scheduled for seven here today at Duncan. It's Dakota Nelson working from the stretch with a run around at second base. There's a fastball there. It's going to be up high for a ball. One ball, two strikes. Jamestown is now on the market to replace a bus that uh, broke down earlier today while they were uh, hitting up at uh, Hastings College. There's a big swing and a miss. And a strikeout there, and the inning is over for Hastings. Strikeout number two in the ball game for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. So the second inning is over. Hastings, they score two runs on a couple of hits. No errors on Jamestown. One runner left on base. We go to the third inning. The score, Hastings two, Jamestown nothing. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at Duncan Field, Hastings College Baseball today on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. We were kind of chuckling before the ball game, waiting for the arrival of uh, the Jamestown players to get here. It must be a thing about Jamestown because when we went up there for basketball this year, we were on four different buses to make the round trip from Hastings to Jamestown. So it must be some kind of a combination that these teams have bus problems when they, they play one another. Anyway, we're happy to get this game going. We're still in the first game of a uh, doubleheader here at Duncan Field as we are working our way into the third inning of play. This is Chase Hacker up there right now, and he's behind the count of no balls and two strikes as Hastings pitcher Devin Wagner has gotten off to a great start so far here in this ball game. He's had four strikeouts. He got one guy to ground out. He hit a man, but then his defense chopped him down on the base pads. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball, and it's 
One ball and two strikes here to the number seven hitter in the batting order for Jamestown, Chase Hacker. He was up there when Logan O'Neill threw out a runner attempting to steal second base. So Hacker comes back up there and he fouls this away into the seats, into the support of one of the one of the metal poles that holds the, the netting up here. One ball and two strikes here to Chase Hacker. He's got two home runs, eight RBIs so far this year for the Jimmies. Next pitch is hit on the ground towards short, fielded there by Onuka, and he gets it over to first base. It's going to be off of the bag at first. So Casey Onuka, he fires that one over to first base, but it was to the outfield side of the bag. It pulls uh, the first baseman Stroh's foot off of the bag, and... Hacker is going to be safe. That's going to be an error chalked up there on Casey Onuka on the throw. There's the second base runner now for the Jimmies here in this ballgame. Hastings has got the lead over Jamestown. The score is 2 to nothing. Here's uh, Jared Bentley coming to the plate next. He is the second baseman. His batting average on the season is sitting at 263. Squares around the bunt, pulls it back, and takes the pitch down low for a ball here. One ball and no strikes to Bentley. Batting here from the right-hand side. He's got 15 base hits and 57 trips to the plate. One home run, four RBIs. Jamestown as a team has hit 12 home runs so far this year. Their team batting average is sitting at 298. Base runners on at first base. That is Hacker. There's a butt laid down. It's going to curve over into foul territory. He tries to lay it down the uh, third base side. So he's going to come back. Jared Bentley comes back and grabs the bat here. Runner goes back to first base. That is Chase Hacker. Jared Bentley has got one double for his extra base hits this year. In addition to that home run, he has walked five times, but he has struck out 14 times. Looks look at the signs down there being flashed down in the third base coaching box. Now re-enters the runner over there at first base. Chase Hacker is going to take his lead. Hastings will hold him on. Devin Wagner working from the stretch here for the Broncos. Wagner quick throw to first base. Diving back in there in time was a Chase Hacker. Hacker stealing bases this year. Five out of six. Again, Jamestown as a team. 51 out of 57. They're leading base stealer. We saw him earlier at the plate. That was uh, Tanner Rowdy. He's got 13 stolen bases and 14 tries, so we got to keep him off of the base pads. Hacker taking his lead down there at first base. There's a bunt laid down. It's going to be popped up. That baby's going to be caught by the third baseman for Hastings, Dylan Fitzgerald. So an attempted bunt laid down by Jared Bentley that's popped up. Hastings grabs that one at third base. Dylan Fitzgerald comes up with the play. That's the first out here in the third inning, and now... Grant Okawa comes to the plate next. He is the shortstop. He's the number nine hitter in the batting order here for Jamestown. He's got a 255 batting average here for the Jimmies. He's got 14 base hits and 55 trips to the plate. There goes the runner at first base, and they hit that way right behind him in the right field, a hit and run. Zach picks it up. And the runner, Hacker, ends up at third base. Beautifully executed that time. Grant Okawa 
Gets a, a single on a hit and run. The runner was going on the pitch. That allows Hacker to move all the way around to third base on the play. So now the Jimmies have runners on at first and third base. And the top of the order is coming up there now for Jamestown. This is uh, Jordan Yackley coming to the plate here. Yackley struck out to begin the ball game for the Jimmies. Yackley has a batting average of 264 so far this year. So now it's a two to nothing ball game, but Jamestown threatening here in this third inning of play. As some heavy clouds begin to, to roll in, it's kind of darkened things up here. Here this afternoon, there's a butt laid down. It's going to be on the first base side. That's going to be in foul territory. And the count will go to no balls and one strike here to Jaden Yackley. His batting average again is sitting at 264 on the season. In fact, they've got a couple of Yackleys on this team. Kendall Yackley and Jaden Yackley. This is Jaden up there right now for the Jamestown Jimmies. Leads the team in total bases with 32. Eight RBIs, a couple of home runs to his credit so far this year. He's got seven doubles to his credit. Walked eight times. He has struck out 11 times this year. No balls and one strike here to Jaden Yackley. Well, the runner is on at first and third base. Wagner trying to wiggle himself out of a jam again. There's a pitch to the plate. It's going to be... Outside for a ball, Yackley squared around the butt. Looked like he went after it, but the officials say no. The umpire says no. Asked for a little bit of help from the base umpire. He agrees. So the count will be at one ball and one strike here to Jaden Yackley. He is the third baseman for the Jimmies. Jamestown dressed in their white baseball pants this afternoon. Their black tops with their orange trim. Hastings and they're all white, so they're crimson trim here today. There's a quick throw over to first base. That's not in time. Okawa, he dives back in there for the Jimmies just in the nick of time. One ball, one strike here at the plate. This is the leadoff hitter in the batting order for Jamestown, Jaden Yackley. Tanner Rowdy would be next here for Jamestown. Swinging the bat in the on-deck circle here. Jamestown over here in the first base dugout. He sings in the third base dugout. There's a throw to first base. They got him. They pick off Grant Okawa over there at the first base. And now we're going to have a uh, discussion here from the uh, head coach of Jamestown. He's going to come out and uh, have a little heart-to-heart uh, -heart talk with the home plate umpire. But a nice move there by Devin Wagner, who's doing everything right here in this ball game for Hastings in this start. Devin Wagner again, the sophomore pitcher out of Sutton, Nebraska, getting a start here for uh, Coach Sponberg, and now the discussion uh, continues. Hopefully, this is not something we're going to see for the entire four-game series. This head man for. Jamestown has been out here a couple of times already. Tom Hager is the uh, head coach of uh, Jamestown. And he heads back to the third base coaching box now. There's two men out for Jamestown. A runner is still on at third base. That is Chase Hacker. And there's a the ball that's going to be fouled away. 
First base side, and the count goes to one ball and two strikes. That was a, a big play there for Devin Wagner picking off Grant Okawa down there at the first base. So now there's two men out and only one man on. Hastings has got a two to nothing lead. Jamestown is the team picked by the league's coaches to win the regular season championship this year. Hastings has got four games against Jamestown here at home the next two days. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball, and the count is sitting at two balls and two strikes now to Jaden Yackley, the third baseman for Jamestown. Devin Wagner continues to work from the stretch with that runner on at third base. Here's the next pitch to the plate. It's going to be down low, a little chuck swing there. He did not go around with it, so the count is going to be full at three balls and two strikes. Yackley nearly pulled the trigger on that low pitch there from Devin Wagner. So the count is sitting at three balls and two strikes now to Jaden Yackley. Your base runner is Chris Hacker, or Chase Hacker, down there at third base for the Jimmies as his next pitch is going to be fouled away back into the screen. Got remains at three balls and two strikes now to Jaden Yackley. And he has walked eight times this year. He has struck out 11 times. Looking at the count here at three balls and two strikes. These things will play him pretty much straight away in the outfield. Here comes a 3-2 pitch. It's on the way. That's going to be fouled away into the parking lot. Got the ball chasers on overtime pay already here today. Had a workout. Three balls, two strikes here to Jaden Yackley. Devin Wagner looking for the sign from his catcher, Logan O'Neill. He's got it. He comes set. Here comes the 3-2 pitch. And he walks him. After all that, he loses him. And Jaden Yackley works out a uh, base on balls here. So now uh, Wagner has hit a man, and he has uh, walked a man. He has recorded four strikeouts in the ball game. And now uh, Tanner Rowdy will come to the plate next. He is the center fielder. He struck out his first time up there. In fact, uh, Wagner struck out the side. Yackley... Rowdy and Binstock to begin the ball game in the first. So now Rowdy is up there for the uh, second time. His batting average on the season at 333. There goes the runner at first base. No throw that time from Logan O'Neill. So now runners are on at second and third base. And the count here at the play is at one ball and no strikes to Rowdy. This guy leads the team in base hits with 23. Leads the team in runs scored with 15. So Tanner is up there right now. 23 out of 69 from the plate coming in here this afternoon. There's a nice pitch there delivered on the inside corner right at the knees. And the count is sending in one ball and one strikes now to Tanner Rowdy. No homers. He's got 13 RBIs so far this year. He has walked seven times. He has struck out seven times so far this year. Devin Wagner working from the stretch with the runners on his second and third base. There's another strike right there. One ball, two strikes now to Tanner Rowdy. Devin Wagner trying to wiggle out of a jam here. In this third inning of play, his team is out on top by a score of two to nothing. Devin Wagner working from the stretch. Here comes the 1-2 pitch. It's going to be hit right on the nose to center field. They're going to be tied here. One run comes to the plate. Here comes the second one, and it's 2-2. Tanner Rowdy 
two-run single right up through the middle there. Stack picks it up out in center field, but had no play on either one of the two runners. Two runs come in to score, and we're tied up now with two runs apiece. There's two men out here in this third inning. Now coming to the plate, the left-handed hitting Drake Pilot. Check that. Caleb Binstock is scheduled up there next. Then we'll see a pilot next. Caleb Binstock is up there. He's the designated hitter for the Jimmies of Jamestown. So Rowdy gets a two-run single to tie up the ball game now. Two to two is the score, and the pitch is going to be down low for a ball. One to know the count here to Caleb Binstock. Batting average on the season is sitting at 333. Binstock, six foot one, 215 pounder, a senior out of Grand Forks, North Dakota. There's a throw over to first base. That's not going to be in time. One ball and no strikes. Jamestown, 12 and eight on the season. They are two and two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference as they come to play here against Hastings. Here comes the next pitch to the play. It's going to be in there for a strike. And the count is now at one ball and one strike. One and one the count here to Caleb Binstock. And the runner down there at first base is uh, Rowdy, who's their leading base dealer as well. That's that guy's. Got 13 stolen bases in 14 attempts. They want to keep him close. There's a throw over there. That's not going to be in time. So the count remains at one and one here at the plate. Jamestown coming off of a doubleheader split with Briar Cliff the other day. They won two to one, but lost 10 to one. They've also split uh, two games with Northwestern, there goes the runner at first base again. The throw down there is not going to be in time. The pitch to the plate was a strike on Binstock, but the runner took off. Rowdy gets his 14th stolen base of the year. But the count here at the play is at one ball and two strikes. And we're talking about Jamestown. They've split two doubleheaders with Northwestern and Briar Cliff so far this year in the, uh, the conference season. One ball and two strikes with two men out here in the third. We're tied up now at two to two between Hastings and the University of Jamestown. Here comes the one-two pitch. It's in on the ground. It's going to be in foul territory. Count remains at one ball and two strikes. At least the last night's rain, the, the snow we had in the outfield for the high school games this week here at Duncan Field, is gone. Had a band of snow, a little snow bank stretching from the left center part of the outfield to the right center part, and that's pretty much gone. There's a swing and a miss, but the catcher drops the third strike. He fires it down to first base to complete the strikeout, though, and the inning is over. That's going to be strikeout number five in the ball game now for Devin Wagner. But Jamestown comes back and scores a couple of runs here in this inning. Two runs on two base hits, one error on Hastings, and one runner left on base. We go to the bottom of the third inning. The score is Hastings 2, Jamestown 2. You're listening to Bronco Baseball. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball for you here today on 1230 KHAS. Hastings and uh, Jamestown going at it here at Duncan Field. Bronco baseball coverage brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, also by Five Points Bank, the Hastings Tribune, Hastings Convenient Care PC by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, and by the Hastings College Foundation. So Hastings up to the plate now here in the third inning of play. Dakota Nelson comes back out and throws for the Jimmies. Up there for Hastings, we're going to have the uh, top of the order. This is Cam Brickensack up there right down for Hastings. He flew out to center field his first time up there. Brickensack again is the leading hitter for Hastings. Batting average of 375 so far this year. He hammers that one out to center field again. That is going to be caught by uh, Rowdy for the second straight time here from uh, Brickensack. So he uh, flies out to uh, center field. And now uh, Jaden Stack coming up there next. Jaden Stack, he grounded out his first time up there, so he's 0 for 1 today. Batting average on the year at 320. Hastings with two runs in the second inning of play on a couple of base hits. The big one being a two-run double from Logan O'Neill. And then the Jamestown Jimmies, they come back. They get a two-run single from Tanner Rowdy, and that's been the scoring so far in this ball game. Two to two is the score. Great Plains Athletic Conference baseball action for you today here on 1230 KHIS. There's the ball. It's going to be lifted. Shallow right field coming on, coming on, and making the catch out there is Chase Hacker. Jaden Stack, he flies out to Hacker out in right, so two up, two down here for the Broncos. Now coming up there is going to be Dylan Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald, he flew out to right field as well his first time up there. He's 0 for 1 today. Batting average on the season is sitting at 313 for Fitzgerald. As he gets sent to go here against uh, Dakota Nelson, there's a curveball that's going to be in there for a strike. No balls in one strike now to Dylan Fitzgerald here for Hastings. Fitzgerald, the junior out of Lincoln East High School. Next pitch is going to be outside the strike zone. In fact, he gets by uh, Zerbrug all the way back to the screen. And the count to uh, Fitzgerald is now at one ball and one strike. Tino Zach would be next, and we'll see Justin Hines 
If Hastings can get something going here in this third inning of play, but we got two men out. There's the next pitch that's being there for a strike. So now the count officially one and one. Fitzgerald backed out of the batter's box the last time uh, they threw to the plate, so that pitch didn't count. There's a pitch that's going to be down low for a ball. Now they make the correction. It did two count. Two balls and two strikes is officially the count now. Two and two the count. Here comes the uh, next pitch. It's going to be outside for a ball. And it's now a three and two. Scoreboard operator is uh, pitched behind. There we go. Three balls and two strikes to uh, Dylan Fitzgerald. Two men out. There's a curve ball. That's going to be popped up. It's going to stay here in the infield. Third baseman calls for it. He makes the catch. Yackley makes the catch. So Hastings goes down in order here in the third inning of play. Hastings with no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. We go to the fourth with a score. Jamestown 2, Hastings 2. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College Baseball coverage here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Hastings and Jamestown were tied up at two runs apiece. Coming back out and throwing for Hastings will be Devin Wagner. Wagner so far through the first three innings. Has given up two hits, one walk. He's got five strikeouts, and he's thrown a total of 55 pitches so far in the ballgame. It's going to be numbers four, five, and six in the batting order here for Jamestown. The face uh, Wagner in the fourth. This is Drake Pilot up there right now. He's the first baseman. He struck out his first time up there. Batting average on the season. Is sitting at 377 for Pilot as he bats here from the right hand side against the righty for Hastings, Devin Wagner. Next pitch is going to be inside. Dances Drake Pilot away from the right hand batter's box. And the count is sitting at one ball, one strike now to Drake. Wagner looking in for the sign from his catcher, Logan O'Neill. He's got it. Next pitch is going to be a curve ball that misses. And the count is sitting at two balls and one strike. Stroh's down there at first base for Hastings. Brickensack at second base. Onuka is at shortstop. Fitzgerald is over at third base. There's a high fly ball, but it's going to be in foul territory. Out in the outfield for Hastings. Justin Hines out in left. Jaden Stack is out in center field. Tino Zach is out in right field today. 
for Hastings in game number one. Drake Pilot at the plate here with a count of two balls and two strikes. Here comes the next pitch from Devin Wagner. It's on the way. That's going to be fouled away as well. First base side. Pilot is a senior out of Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Six foot, 205 pounder playing there for Jamestown, which is only uh, two and a half hours from the Canadian border. During our two trips up there this year for basketball, we had plenty of time to figure that out. They're two and a half hours from the, the Canadian border, making a about an eight and a half, nine hour bus ride to Hastings to play uh, four games in the Great Plains Athletic Conference today. As the next pitch is going to be fouled away. And this is a doubleheader. We're in game number one today at Duncan. Tomorrow, same two teams will play beginning at 12 noon. We'll have the action for you on a rare Monday beginning at 11.45 here on 1230 KHIS. This was originally set for Saturday and Sunday, but because of the, the weather and the rain, they moved it to Sunday, Monday. As this next pitch is going to be outside for a ball on Pilot, it's a walk. So Drake Pilot gets a walk. That's going to be the second walk of the ball game. Given up now by Devin Wagner. And now uh, Matt Miraz will come to the plate next. He is a left fielder. His batting average on the season is sitting at 353. He grounded out his first time up there. So now we've got a uh, beast runner here in the form of a uh, pilot down there. And this team likes to run the, the base pads. He seems chopped down one of the runners earlier. They've been successful on the... Uh, a couple of stolen bases today. Pilot is two for two in swiping bases. Tom Hager comes down now and has a couple of words with Matt Mirez before he enters the right-hand batter's box. So we'll see what's up here for Jamestown. Jimmy's traditionally a, a very good baseball school up there. Again, they were picked to win the, the conference this year, but Hastings has seen him a couple of times prior to this. This is their first full season in the, in the conference, but Hastings has played the Jimmies in the past in various tournaments throughout the uh, Midwest in a non-conference role. Here's a bunt laid down. It's going to be in foul territory. Team's not having great success laying down bunts today. No balls and one strike here to Matt Mirez. He's the left fielder. Base runner is on at first base. That is uh, Drake Pilot. Mirez, he's got 18 base sets in 51 trips to the plate. No home runs, but he leads the team in RBIs with 15. As he re-enters the right-hand batter's box, here comes the 0-1 pitch. Squares around the bunt again, pulls it back, and will take a pitch up high for a ball here. One ball, one strike. And Nebraska is playing today against the Michigan State. Last check, it was... A six-to-nothing ball game. Nebraska had the lead over Michigan State in the top half of the seventh inning. Game should be getting close to being finished at Hawks Field here this afternoon. One ball, one strike. Here comes the next pitch outside for a ball. Strohs the first baseman. He was uh, charging there again for the Broncos defensively, but pitch was way outside. And now Matt Miraz has got a count of. Two balls and one strike. Two and one the count here to the left fielder for 
the Jamestown Jimmies. Runners taking his lead down there at first base. Wagner looks over his left shoulder, fires one in the plate. There's another bunt laid down in foul territory. Maybe it's the new turf. Maybe it's the new turf that teams are having a problem laying down bunts here. Two balls and two strikes now to Matt Mirez. Hastings High played a couple of games here this week at Duncan. Hastings College now playing here on a Sunday and Monday before the Tigers play another game here on Tuesday. There's a throw to first base. That's not in time. Diving back in there was Drake Pilot. So the count remains at two balls and two strikes. NCAA basketball tournament is continuing today. Second round. Teams trying to Find their way into the round of 16. We'll get to the scores here coming up here in a little bit. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. Now the count is sitting at three balls and two strikes. Three and two the count. Hastings College softball team was supposed to play the College of St. Mary's yesterday. They postponed that game because of the rain. Broncos are scheduled to play at Tabor College down in Kansas today. They've had some success playing uh, games in the state of Kansas. There goes the runner at the first base, but he's going to have to turn around and make a detour back to the bag at first because the pitch has fouled away. Baseball teams have had uh, some success playing games in the state of Kansas as well. Softball teams have avoided the weather with games down in Kansas. So perhaps the Hastings College softball team can get some action in today. That Tabor College in Kansas. Three balls and two strikes here to Mirez. And there's a pitch up high. And it's going to be a base on balls. So now back-to-back walks here for Devin Wagner. Second and third walks of the ball game. And now Jamestown has got the the lead man on here at uh, second base. Zach Zerbrug will come to the plate next. He was hit by a pitch his last time up there. Here's the guy who was uh, chopped down attempting to steal, and now the pitching coach for Hastings, Andrew Kuda, is going to make his way out to the uh, pitcher's mound here for Hastings College and trying to calm down uh, Devin Wagner, who's throwing pretty well in this ball game here today. This trip to the mound is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. It's a 2-2 ball game. We are working now in the fourth inning of play. There's a final score. It was Nebraska today beating Michigan State by a score of 6-2. So the Huskers with a sweep of their three-game series over the uh, Spartans, Nebraska wins the third game at Hawks Field today, winning by the score of 6-2. to two. So the conference between Fred Kuda and Devin Wagner has been completed here. Kuda is going to come back to the third base dugout. Wagner stays on the hill for Hastings, and now we'll get ready to pitch to Zach Zerbrug, the catcher for Jamestown. He was hit by a pitch his first time up there. Runners are on at first and second base. There's nobody out. And now Wagner wheels towards second base, but no throw. Pollard is back in there. 
claps his hands as he reaches the bag safely from no throw from Devin Wagner. Now he inches away from the bag again. First baseman for Hastings playing in on the, the so-called grassy portion of the infield here. There's a butt laid down. Could be a good one. It is. Wagner grabs it. He goes to first base. That's going to be in time, but the sacrifice works. Sacrifice works as they move the runners along now to second and third base. That's going to bring up uh, Chase Hacker next. So now Jamestown has moved runners to second and third base in a tie ball game. As we play here in the fourth inning, Chase Hacker is the guy coming to the plate next. Probably not what you'd like to see out of the Bronco coaching staff. Hackers are leading hitter in the team at 385. He's got eight RBIs so far this year with a couple of home runs. He stumps in there from the right-hand side. Hacker squares around the bunt, pulls it back, and will take a pitch outside and down low for a ball. One ball and no strikes. Hastings has now got some... Uh, Relievers warming up. They got one that's up and throwing right now down the the bullpen for Hastings. Devin Wagner into the fourth inning. One man out here in this inning. The runners are on at second and third base. Chase Hacker, the right fielder for Jamestown. Here at the plate, waiting on the pitch from Wagner. It's on the way. They lay down a bunt. Fielded by the first baseman, he goes over to the bag at first to record the out. Covering the bag there was the second baseman, Brickensack. That one officially goes three to four on your books if you're scoring that one. Strohs came in to get the bunt down the first baseline. Executed nicely there for the Bronco defense. Brickensack over to cover the bag at first base for the second out. And now here's a big at bat by Jared Bentley. Bentley is a second baseman. He popped one to the third baseman back there in the third inning. But now he's got a chance to give the Jamestown Jimmies the lead here. There's the ball hit toward right field. Zach over toward the foul line. He's going to grab it, and Hastings gets out of the inning. Jared Bentley flies out to right field back toward the uh, foul line here. And Hastings gets out of the inning with no damage done, despite giving up a couple of free passes there in the first Two hitters that they faced here in this inning. Jamestown, they score no runs on no hits, no errors, and two runners left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning to score. It is Hastings 2 and Jamestown 2. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 K-H-A-S. 
Hastings College baseball for you here today on 1230 KHIS. As they're playing their first 15 games on the road, Hastings finally with a uh, home game here today. There's a high fly ball out toward uh, left field that's going to be caught there. So on one pitch, Tino Zach is retiring the play as Hastings starts off their half of the fourth inning. Justin Hines coming up there next for Hastings. Justin Hines is the left fielder. He reached on a walk his first time up there and then scored one of the two runs on the two-run double by Logan O'Neill later on in the inning. He's going to take a strike here right down the pipe, and it's now uh, nothing and one. There's another high fly ball out to left field, giving chase and coming on to uh, make the grab on the play. A nice grab out there by Matt Merez. He was playing deep and had to get on his horse to come in and grab that ball. He grabs it and he tumbles down the, the ground out there in the left field to record the outs. So Matt Merez making a couple of plays on the ball here in the fourth inning of play. And that's going to bring up Trent McMullen next. McMullen, he struck out his first time up there in inning number two. He's going to take a strike here and it's nothing in one. Couple of games going on in the NCAA basketball tournament. We've got Texas leading Xavier. Scores 38 to 32 at halftime. So Texas leading Xavier 38 to 32. You got a couple of finals here. As the next pitch comes in there, it's going to be down low for ball. One and one the count. Tennessee had a 25 point lead over Iowa and had to hang on. They went into overtime today. Tennessee winning over the Iowa Hawkeyes, 83-77. As the next pitch is going to be thrown back to the screen, and the count goes to two balls and one strike. Wichita State today upset Clemson. Final of 63-55. to There's a the ball hit down the line in left field, and that one is just fouled by a couple of inches. Trent McMullen down the left field line. But hit very hard, but it's over in the foul territory. McMullen comes back and will try it again. Tom seated North Carolina. They won today over Washington, winning by a score of 81 to 59. So those are the games from the NCAA basketball tournament. There's a swing and a foul tap here by Trent McMullen. The count is at two balls and two strikes. Nebraska will play TCU tonight in the second round of the NIT tournament. We'll have the game over on the breeze. KOIQ 94.5, 7.30 for the pregame show here tonight. 8.30 for the uh, tip-off. And there's another ball hit toward left field. And Matt Mirez, he makes the play on the ball all three times here. As Zach Hines and McMullen all fly out to left field here in the fourth. Hastings with nothing going in the fourth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors. And... Nobody left on base. We go to the fifth inning with a score, Jamestown 2, Hastings 2. Currently, I have children as young as a year old that are working on some feeding and swallowing, problem solving, those basic speech and language areas of articulation and phonology. Those are what most people think of when they think of speech therapy. These children are going to go out into the community and they're going to be able to make a difference and they're going to be able to be independent. 
when I came to Mary Lanny, there was no pediatric speech therapy program. Our space was very limited, and we've more than outgrown that space. The first time a child does something that they've not ever done before, it's so rewarding. All that time and effort, it makes it worthwhile, and it just makes you want to continue to do what you do every single day. My name is Brooke West, speech-language pathologist at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball for you today here on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. It is a 2-2 two to two ball game. Hastings in Jamestown here in uh, game number one here today. Jamestown now batting in the fifth inning. Coming back out and throwing for Hastings is going to be Devin Wagner. We've now got him with 74 pitches as we start the fifth inning of play. Grant's Okawa, the uh, shortstop, is the first guy to come up there. He'll be followed up by uh, Jaden Yackley and also Tanner Rowdy. 9-1-2 and two in the batting order to face Devin Wagner. Wagner so far has given up two base hits, three walks, and five strikeouts through the first uh, few innings here at Duncan as this pitch is going to be fouled into the screening over on the first base side. And the count is sending it one ball and one strike to Grant Okawa. 255 is his batting average on the season. As he comes up there, he had a single his last time up there, and it was uh, picked off of the base pads. There's the ball hit right to the first baseman. Strohs as he goes over and touches the bag. John Strohs grabs it. And retires Grant Okawa. That's going to bring up the top of the order now. Jaden Yackley is up there next. Yackley has struck out once and has walked once. Scored one of the two runs. On the single from uh, Tanner Rowdy later on in the inning there in the third. So he's up here now in the fifth inning. Officially 0 for 1 in this ball game. 264 is his batting average to start the day. As the skies are brightened up just a little bit here at Duncan Field. It was a heavy overcast day to start this thing this afternoon after rain overnight. They left a few puddles of water out of the outfield. This game was initially scheduled to start at 1 o'clock today. They moved it to 2.30 and then had to push it to 3 when Jamestown had some bus problems transporting their team around the city here today. So we're in game number one of this uh, doubleheader at Duncan Field. There's the next pitch. It's going to be up high for a ball. Three balls and no strikes. 3-0 and the count here to uh, Jaden Yackley as he bats in the fifth inning of play. Devin Wagner trying to find the strike zone here. Next pitch is going to be inside for a ball on a four-pitch walk. So a base on balls given up there. Jaden Yackley heads down to the bag now. That's uh, first base. That's going to be his ninth walk of the season. Here's a Tanner Rowdy back up there next. He's the center fielder. He's the guy who had the, the two-run single back there in the third to get Jamestown on the scoreboard here. Rowdy comes up there, a batting average of 333 on the season. 
He's now got 15 RBIs, no home runs on the year. 23 base hits and 69 trips to the plate. He takes a whack at that one and a swing, and he misses. No balls and one strike now to Tanner Rowdy. Caleb Binstock would be next, and we'll see Drake Pilot, the first baseman for the Jamestown Jimmies. Taking a lead down there at first base is going to be Jaden Yackley. Devin Wagner comes set on the mound. Quick throw over to first base, and that one is going to be to the home plate side of the bag. I thought that got away from uh, John Strohs, but he looks at his glove, and his, the ball is there. Probably surprised him as much as everybody else. Runner gets back there safely. Here comes the next pitch. They lay down a bunt down the third baseline. Fielded there. There's a throw in the first base. That's not in time. That was a nice bunt. Tanner Rowdy lays down a bunt. That's going to be an infield, infield single. Dylan Fitzpatrick. And now running to third base on the play is going to be Yackley. And the Bronco infield are just standing around looking at one another. So Rowdy gets a, a single on a bunt as the Broncos were getting the ball back to the pitcher, Wagner. Yackley took off and went over to a third base on the play. So now Jamestown has got runners on at first and third base. One man out here in the inning. And the Broncos may be ready to make a uh, pitching change as well as they're looking down in the uh, the bullpen here. Hastings is going to get their infield together here. Yeah, I think that caught uh, the Broncos off guard there. Yankley, good heads-up play there for Jamestown, running the base pads, moves from second to third. After Tanner Rowdy lays down the bunt down the third baseline. So Jaden, he goes from first to third on a bunt. And now Caleb Binstock will come to the plate next. Binstock is the designated hitter. His batting average on the season is sitting at 333. He has struck out twice so far in this ball game. Wagner is going to stay out there for Hastings and at least throw to uh, Binstock. He's got 17 base hits and 51 trips to the plate, three home runs, 14 RBIs. Leads the team in walks and in strikeouts. He's got 13 walks and he's got 18 strikeouts coming into the ball game there. The pitch to him is going to be up around the eyeballs. Outside the strike zone, one ball and no strikes. Can Tom Hager going through the signs in the third base coaching box there with the Jimmies of Jamestown. He's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Had a little discussion about that before the ball game here. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. Two balls and no strikes. So I had a chat before the ball game. He noticed I was wearing my official Kansas City Chiefs sweatshirt today. And he said, my day just got a whole lot better. I'm getting a Chiefs fan in Hastings, Nebraska. That was after they had the, the bus problems uh, about an hour before that. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. And it's now three balls and no strikes. 3-0 the count here to Caleb Binstock. Drake Pilot would be next. One man out here in the fifth inning. Jamestown has got the lead over Hastings to score. Actually, it's a 2-2 two two ball game right now, but Jamestown threatening. There's a pitch delivered up there for a strike. Now it's three balls in one strike. 
Jamestown doesn't have the lead yet. But they have a threat, and they had uh, runners on at second and third base in the fourth inning with nobody out, did not score. They had a runner at second base in the third inning that came up with uh, two runs, but they were threatening for more. And there's a base on balls given up there as a Binstock will head down to the bag at first, and that loads up the bases. So a base on balls given up there. And now coming up to the play is going to be a Drake Pilot. Pilot had a walk his last time up there. Five walks now given up by Devin Wagner. Five walks and five strikeouts. Pilot coming to the plate next. He's had each of those a walk and a strikeout here in this ball game. But now there's no place to put him here with the bases juiced and one man out. Two to two is the score. First pitch is going to be in there for a strike. Nothing in one to Drake Pilot. He's got a 377 batting average on the season. 23 base hits and 61 trips to the plate. Five RBIs to his total. No home runs. He's got five doubles. Right-handed hitter. Here comes the next pitch. It's going to be popped up out toward the outfield. Zach goes over toward the line, and he can't get there. It falls in foul territory, so a long strike there on Drake Pilot. So the bases are loaded up here in the fifth inning of play. Ben Stock is down there at first base. Rowdy is on at second base. Yackley is on at third base. Pilot is at the plate. The count to him is at no balls and two strikes. We're in a 2-2 ball game. Hastings and the Jimmies of Jamestown today. Drake Pilot. Getting ready for the next pitch here from Devin Wagner. Wagner looking in. Next pitch is on the way. That ball is going to be popped up out toward the outfield. Justin Hines going to his left. He grabs it on the run. Runner at third base is going to tag. And now they've got a runner between first and second. And they're going to tag out that guy. Heading into the bag at the second base. But that run scores as a Drake pilot flies out to left field, and then throwing out at second base was uh, Caleb Binstock. He is thrown out from the left fielder, Justin Hines on the play, but that run counts, and Jamestown grabs the lead as Pilot drives home a run here in the fifth inning of play. All right, so the Jimmies have the lead as we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. The score, Jamestown 3, Hastings 2. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 
1230 KHAS. All right, we head to the bottom of the fifth inning now. Hastings is trailing Jamestown by a score of 3-2. to two. So Hastings had a 2 to nothing lead, and they now trail 3-2. to two. There's a high flying ball out toward uh, center field. And that one is going to be grabbed out there by the center fielder for Jamestown, Tanner Rowdy. John Strohs flies out on the very first pitch that he sees here in the fifth inning of play. So now uh, Dakota Nelson is starting to... Uh, Starting to settle down. He's retired the last eight guys that he has faced. Logan O'Neill coming to the plate next for Hastings. O'Neill had the two-run double back there in the second inning. The only scoring in the ball game so far for Hastings. There's a strike delivered up there and a count one ball, one strike. To Logan O'Neill, batting in the number eight position here today. His batting average on the season is at 138. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. It's now two balls and one strike. Hastings got a busy week ahead. They will play again tomorrow against Jamestown. Two games. There's a ball hit towards short. Slow roller out there. Grabbed one-handed and thrown over to first base in time. That was a great play by Grant Okawa at shortstop. He just uh, grabs that one off of the turf and quickly gets it over to Pilot at first base to record the out. Great play there by Grant Okawa at shortstop for the uh, Jamestown Jimmies. Now uh, Casey Onuka is coming up there next for Hastings. Mentioned the schedule for the Broncos. Hastings will play Jamestown tomorrow. Then they got Kansas Wesley in a road trip on Tuesday. They'll come back and face Northwestern at home at a doubleheader next Friday night. And then take Saturday off. Sunday they'll have a doubleheader against Concordia here at home. So this is a, a big kind of a homestand in the conference for Hastings. If they want to be uh, contenders here this year, the Broncos have to have a, a successful homestand here. But they're trailing here to Jamestown 3-2 to two in the first game of this doubleheader. Next pitch is going to be out hot, uh, outside for a ball, and it's one and two on Casey Onuka, who struck out back there in the second inning of play. Two men out for Hastings here in the fifth as the next pitch is going to be fouled back to the screen. Count remains at one ball and two strikes. Bronco baseball today here on 1230 KHIS and also online at HastingsLink.com. 50 degrees at game time here today as things continue to cool down and there's a big swing and a miss there by Onuka and he strikes out. That's going to be strikeout number three in the ball game for uh, Dakota Nelson and Hastings for the third straight inning goes down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors and nobody left on base. We go to the sixth inning with a score. Jamestown three, Hastings two. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Back at Duncan Field, Hastings trailing 3-2 to Jamestown here today. Action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Jamestown now batting here in the sixth inning. This will be a seven-inning affair here today. Matt Mirez will start things off for Jamestown here in the sixth. Zach Zerbrug will follow him, and then we'll see Chase Hacker. When those guys get aboard, we'll see Jared Bentley coming to the plate here for Jamestown. 3-2, to two, the Jimmies out on top of the Broncos. There's the pitch that comes all the way back to the backstop there. One ball, no strikes. Devin Wagner continues to throw here for Hastings. Now you got Wagner with 91 pitches. His time out there could be limited here. Next pitch is going to be in there for a strike. A swing and a miss from Matt Mirez. And the count is at one ball, one strike. Wagner so far through five innings. Five base on balls and five strikeouts. Again, 91 total pitches to begin the inning. Next pitch is going to be down low for a ball. And the count, two balls, one strike on Mirez. 0 for 1 so far today. He grounded out in the second inning. Reached on a base on balls in the fourth inning. Now up here in the sixth. There's a high fastball there that misses. And the count now three balls and one strike. Nobody up and throwing for Hastings in the bullpen, although they're, they've had a couple of guys warm up down there in the last couple of innings. Three and one the count. Next pitch is outside for a ball. The sixth walk given up there by uh, Devin Wagner. And now the Jimmies have their leadoff man on here in the sixth inning of play. Here comes Zach Zerbrug up there now. He's the catcher. Zerbrug has a batting average of 292 on the season. He's been hit by a pitch and he's laid down a sacrifice so far today. Merez is your base runner down there at first base. He inches away from the bag. Hastings will hold him on. Here comes the pitch to the plate. It's going to be an attempted butt laid down. It's going to be popped up, and it's going to be grabbed there by the first baseman, John Strohs. So Zerbrug, he pops out an attempted butt. Now Chase Hacker comes up there next. I mentioned that earlier. We've had all kinds of problems getting bunts executed today. Jamestown has had a couple of successful bunts, but that one was popped up. And easy out there. John Strohs grabs it for Hastings. Now there's one man out. One man on at first base. That is Mirez. Chase Hacker at the plate. There goes the runner at first base. That throw that time not very good by Logan O'Neill. It's to the first base side of second base down there. And in there with a stolen base is going to be Matt Mirez. 
So Jamestown, a team that likes to run the base pads, 51 out of 57 in stealing bases. Coming to this ball game, they swipe one right there. Matt Mirez slides into second base safely. So now the Jimmies have a man on in scoring position at second base. One man out here in the sixth inning, looking to add to their 3-2 lead here in this ballgame. Wagner's next pitch is going to be way outside for a ball. And the count is sitting at one ball, one strike now to Chase Hacker. He reached on an error back there in the third inning of play. Grounded back to the first baseman in inning number four. So he's 0 for 2 officially. Start of the day with a batting average of 385 for the Jimmies. Here comes the 1 1. It's going to be fouled away off of the catcher, Logan O'Neill. He's going to receive some sympathy there and a pat on the fanny by the home plate umpire. Logan O'Neill trying to shake off a uh, foul ball. Puts the mask back on and will take his position behind the dish here. One ball, two strikes. One man out for Jamestown in the sixth inning of play. Devin Wagner looks to the plate, fires one. It's going to be outside for a ball. And the count now two balls and two strikes. Now the lights have come on here at Duncan Field. Told you the skies have uh, darkened up throughout the course of the afternoon. Had some hopes of maybe seeing the sunshine here today, but that's not the case. Two balls and two strikes with one man out here in this first ball game today. Doubleheader between Hastings and Jamestown. Here comes the next pitch. A swing and a miss. Goes after an outside pitch there and comes up empty. Big strikeout for Devin Wagner. Chase Hacker goes down. That's going to be strikeout number six. In the ball game now for Wagner, but his first strikeout since the third inning. Here's a Jared Bentley coming up there next. Bentley is 0 for 2 so far today. He's flown out twice. Once to the third baseman, once to the right fielder. Bentley started the day with a batting average of 263. Jimmy's looking to add to their lead here. There's a tight fastball there. Bentley leans away from that one up around the chops. One ball, no strikes. To uh, Jared Bentley, Devin Wagner working from the stretch. Again, the base runner is down there in second base. That's Mirez. Onuka flirting there, the shortstop. There's the ball. It's going to be hit toward right field. Coming on is going to be Zach, and Zach makes the catch and tumbles to the ground. Holds on to the ball for the third out here in the sixth inning of play. Jared Bentley flies out to right field to end the inning. Jamestown, they score no runs on no hits, no errors, and one runner left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning with a score, Jamestown three, Hastings two. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 
Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. Bronco baseball for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Also online at HastingsLink.com. Brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by Five Points Bank, also by the Hastings Tribune, by Hastings Convenient Care PC, by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. And by the Hastings College Foundation as the Broncos get a base hit here to begin the sixth inning. That was uh, Brickasack, Cam Brickasack leading things off here in the sixth inning as he singles on the very first pitch that he sees in the sixth inning. And now Jaden Stack will come up there next. So the Broncos get their leadoff man on here in the sixth inning. They're trailing in the ball game by a score of three to two. Jaden Stack, he has grounded out once and he's flown out to right field in his two plate appearances today. Batting average on the season is sitting at 320. Squares around the bunt, pulls it back and will take a strike on the outside corner. It's nothing and one to Jaden Stack. The catcher, Zerbrug, was looking down toward first base. Diving back in there was Rickensack for uh, Hastings College. Now Cam takes his lead down there. There's a butt laid down out in front of the plate, fielded by the pitcher. He goes over to first base. The sacrifice works. Jaden Stack is thrown out of the play from pitcher to first base, and the sacrifice works. Heading down to the bag at second is going to be a Brickensack. Now Dylan Fitzgerald coming up there next. Broncos are down by a run here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. This one's scheduled for seven here today between the Jimmies and the Broncos. Dylan Fitzgerald is coming up there next. He is 0 for 2 so far in this ball game. 313 batting average on the season. He's flown out to right field and he has popped one back to the third baseman in his two plate appearances today. So Dylan Fitzgerald enters the right-hand batter's box with a runner on at second base. That's the tying run. Brickensack down there. At the bag, it's second. There's the pitch. It's going to be down low for a ball. Scooped up there by Zerbrug behind the plate off of the carpet. He counters at one ball and one strike now to Dylan Fitzpatrick here for Hastings. The number three hitter in the batting order for the Broncos here in this one. He's got 15 base hits so far this year. In 48 trips to the plate, there's the ball hit toward left field. Merez comes on. Merez lets it fall in front of him. Around the bag at third, coming home is going to be Brickensack. And into second base, head first slide down there is Fitzgerald. We've seen Merez make some nice plays out there in left field. That time, he was uh, playing pretty deep on uh, Dylan Fitzgerald. And Dylan didn't hit it all that Strongly out there toward the left field, and Mirez could not get there. It falls in front of him. He drives home the uh, tying run as a uh, Brickensack comes around 
from second base to score. And Fitzgerald takes off and uh, has a head first slide down there at uh, second base. Now the Broncos going to send out a courtesy runner for a Fitzgerald. This is going to be Ryder Gaidotti from Elizabeth, Colorado, a sophomore reserve infielder. Trying to get some more speed on the base pads. Hastings has come back to tie the game at three runs apiece on the double by Dylan Fitzpatrick. And now the head man for the Jimmies, Tom Hager, is going to make his way out to the uh, pitcher's mound. And this trip to the mound is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. So Nelson has thrown five and a third innings so far. He's given up uh, the four base hits. And now the three runs. He's got one walk. He's got three strikeouts. He's sitting at 73 pitches right now as the conference continues here. In the sixth inning of play, now the home plate umpire has seen enough. He's going to go out and uh, break up the conference. Hager is going to come off the mound. He's going to head back to the first base dugout. Hastings is going to bring up uh, Tino Zach next. He is the right fielder. Zach so far in this ball game, he is singled, and he's flown out to left field. So he is one for two today. Batting average on the season is sitting at 278. Now we've got... A runner on at uh, second base. That's the lead run for Hastings. We're in the bottom half of the sixth inning. As the pitch comes to the plate, it's going to be outside for a ball. Want to know the count. Well, so we gaze down into the bullpen for Jamestown. They've got a couple of guys starting to stir down there here in the sixth. One ball and no strikes to uh, Zach. He pops this in away here on the third base side. And the count is going to be one ball and one strike. Zach, a left-handed hitter here for Hastings College. Tino Zach, he's from Elkhorn, Nebraska. Came to Hastings via Johnson County Community College. Playing for the Broncos here this year. There's the next pitch. It's going to be down low. He wanted to pull the trigger, did not. So the count is sitting at two balls and one strike here to Tino Zach. He's been a, a pretty good hitter for Hastings this year. His batting average at 278 on the season. Winning on the pitch here for the right-hander. That's going to be a fastball. That's going to be down low. Zach skipping away from that one. And now the count. Three balls and one strike. Justin Hines would be next. And then we'll see uh, Trent McMullen. Hastings and Jamestown tied up at three runs apiece here in the sixth inning. Here comes the 3-1 pitch now from Dakota Nelson. That's going to be outside the strike zone. And a base on balls given up there. He heads down to the bag at first base now. A walk given up there by Nelson. That's going to be his only his second walk of this ball game. The other time he watched somebody was back in the second inning. And that's going to be all she wrote here is uh, Hager is going to make his way back out of the dugout. So we're going to have a pitching change coming up here 
for Jamestown. We're going to take a break. We're in the sixth inning of play with one man out. Hastings and Jamestown were locked up in a 3-3 battle here this afternoon. A pitching change coming up. You're listening to Bronco Baseball. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington, Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, the new pitcher for Jamestown is going to be Marshall Birches. Birches, 5'11", 185-pounder from Brandon, Manitoba, Canada. As he comes on to throw here in the sixth inning, his ERA is at 3.60. Doesn't have a a decision yet this year. He's thrown only five innings, giving up five hits, two runs. Both of those earn two base on balls and five strikeouts. Teams are hitting 263 against him. He comes up here with runners on at first and second base in the sixth inning at a 3-3 ball game with Hastings College today. Justin Hines is the guy coming to the plate here for the Broncos. Hines so far has walked and has also flown out to left field. So he's 0 for 1 officially today. Batting average on the season at 222. Birch's right-handed thrower throws some smoke there. And the play going to be outside for a ball. One ball and one strike. Hastings trying to take the lead. And the Broncos sitting at 4 and 11 on the season. And Jamestown, a team picked by the league's coaches to win the Great Plains Athletic Conference regular season championship this year. There's the next pitch. It's going to be down low for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Four-game series with the Jimmies here in the next two days. Hastings will play another one after this one tonight, then play two games tomorrow here at Duncan, beginning at 12 o'clock noon. We'll be back on the air tomorrow morning after a short break, 11.45 for the pregame show tomorrow morning here on 1230 KHIS. Here comes the 2-1 pitch. It's going to be in there for a strike. As now two balls and two strikes. Justin Hines trying to deliver up a big base hit here to give Hastings the lead. Hines has got two RBIs so far this year. 
He's got at least six base hits in 27 trips to the plate. Next pitch to him is hit on the ground, left side, and it goes by there. It goes into left field for a base hit. Justin Hines delivers here, coming around and scoring from second base. For Hastings that time is going to be Guy Dotty. He comes in to score, and Hastings has got the lead. We'll see if that's going to be an error or a uh, base hit. That one was off of the glove of uh, Yackley, the third baseman who is moving to his left to try to grab that ball. It just hops over his glove into uh, left field. So Justin Hines is going to get a board, and that's going to bring up McMullen next. Hastings has come back to grab the lead. It is now a 4-3 to three ball game. The Broncos have the lead. Trent McMullen comes up to the plate next. McMullen so far today, he has struck out once, and he has hit one to left field. So he is 0-2. for 2. His batting average on the season is sitting at 206. Hastings out on top by a score of 4-3. to three. That's going to be an error chalked up on Jamestown. So each team with an error now here in the ballgame. McMullen has a count of one ball and one strike. Waiting on the pitch, he comes to the plate. That's going to be down low for a ball. It's two and one. Two balls and one strike now to McMullen. John Strohs, the first baseman, do up there next. He's swinging the bat in the on-deck circle here for the Broncos. Facing the runners on at first and second base. Only one man out here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Next pitch is a fastball that's going to be in there for a strike. And McMullen now looking at a count of two balls and two strikes. Two and two the count. Lights on here at Duncan Field for the first game of two tonight between Hastings College and Jamestown getting off to a, a late start here today because of the weather and rains overnight and a broken down bus. But we've got baseball action going on here. Two balls and two strikes as that last pitch was fouled into the Bronco dugout here in the third base side. So Burchess will go to work. Marshall Burchess from Canada, Manitoba, throws one to the plate. That's going to be up high for a ball. That's now three balls and two strikes. Three and two the count. Base runners are on at first and second base. Justin Hines down there at first. Tino Zach is down there at second base. McMullen waiting on the pitch here. Here it comes. It's going to be outside for a ball. And he walks him. Broncos have the bases loaded. So Zach heads down to third base on the play. It's going to be Hines moving on to second base. McMullen is on at first. And now I think we're going to have a uh, pinch hitter coming out here for Hastings. Cole Staub is going to come out and a pinch hit for the Broncos. Staub is a freshman from Kearney Catholic. So Staub is going to come out and hit here in the sixth inning of play. So Cole Staub comes out here for Hastings. Uh, Try to tack on some runs here. 
Interesting uh, walk-up music here for Cole Staub. His batting average on the year is sitting at 226. See what he can do right here with the bases loaded. He's going to take his strike. Nothing in one to Cole Staub here in the sixth inning. The former Carney uh, Catholic star has got seven base hits in 31 trips to the plate. He's got one RBI, no home runs this year with nine total bases. He's got a couple of doubles to his credit. Cole Staub behind the count here, no balls in one strike. Next pitch is going to be way outside for a ball. One and one the count here. So one ball, one strike. Hastings has got the lead over Jamestown. We're in the bottom half of the sixth inning. This one's scheduled for seven here today between the Jimmies and the Broncos. Marshall Burchess comes set. Here comes the next pitch to the plate. That ball's going to be hit on the ground right side of the diamond. Bobbled by the second baseman, Bentley, and everybody's going to be safe. So two errors here on Jamestown in the inning. And Hastings teeing off on the, the Jimmies with a couple of runs as a result of those errors. Staub is going to get a board. Now batting number 13, Logan O'Neill. And now coming to the play is going to be Logan Neal. Now they're going to rule Staub. Staub out. So the score remains at 4-3. to three, And Logan O'Neill coming to the plate next. Bases are still loaded, though. And Logan O'Neill will come to the plate next. So it's a 4-3 to three ball game. Logan O'Neill coming to the plate next. McMullen is down there at first base. Hines is on at second base. And... Zock is on at uh, third base. It's still a 4-3 ball game with uh, Logan O'Neill coming to plate next. Now there's a uh, disputed strike. Steve Sponberg now going to come out of the third base coaching box down there to uh, dispute the call. That was a uh, check swing strike there by Logan O'Neill. They say he went around with it. There's two strikes on Logan O'Neill. No balls and two strikes. Perhaps the uh, umpiring crews got more important things to do here tonight, huh? Moving things along. They got off to a late start, too. No balls and two strikes with two men out. Here's the next pitch up high for a ball. One ball and two strikes now to Logan O'Neill. One ball and two strikes here to uh, Logan O'Neill. Here's the next pitch. It's going to be outside for a ball. And there's now two balls and two strikes. So two and two the count here to O'Neill. Onuka would be next. Marshall Birch is trying to get out of a jam here. There's a the ball hit to the right side. That's going to be a base hit. One run scores. Here comes his second one to the plate. And the Broncos now lead 6-3. to three.
Logan O'Neill delivers up a uh, two-run single there. And now Onuka comes to the plate next. O'Neill pokes that one through the uh, right side of the diamond here. And the Broncos played a couple of more runs. Six to three is the score now. Hastings with the advantage. And that's going to be uh, Casey Onuka coming to the plate next for the Broncos. Pinch hitting from 21, Austin Nelson. And now we're going to have a uh, courtesy runner out there at uh, first base. That's going to be uh, Gavin Brown running down there at the first base for Logan O'Neill. So Gavin Brown is now going to run at first base down there for Hastings. So it's a 6-3 to three ball game. The Broncos now with... Five base hits in the ball game. And Onuka is going to be pinch hit four. It's going to be Blake Tyrell. So Tyrell comes on to a pinch hit here in the sixth inning. It worked before. Let's uh, try it again, huh? So Tyrell comes to the plate now. And he's going to take a pitch up high for a ball here. Check his numbers for the 2019 season as a Terrell will come to the plate here for a Hastings College with two men out here in the sixth inning of play. The Broncos have the lead over the Jimmies. The score is six to three. I don't think Terrell has had an official at bat yet. We don't see him on the official stat sheet. So this could be his first at bat and his first uh, appearance of the season here in this uh, sixth inning. He hits that ball out toward right field. That's going to be in foul territory. So runners are out at first and second base. Broncos have scored four runs here in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Terrell is waiting on the pitch. One ball and two strikes. Here comes the next one. It's going to be fouled away. Third base side. Right behind head coach Steve Sponberg. Runners on at first and second base here. Birch is looking in for the sign. Long look to the plate. There's a ball hit to a right field. That's going to be down for a base hit. Here comes another run to the plate. The throw comes in. It's not in time. A throw down to second base. That's not in time. And the Broncos get another pinch hit, big hit there by Terrell. A double to drive home another run. Hastings now leading by the score of seven to three in the ball game. Runners are at second and third base now. And now we've got Cam Brickasek coming up there next. As the Broncos have uh, batted around here in the sixth inning. Brickensack got things started with a single back there. He's also uh, blown out twice to the center fielder in his two other plate appearances. Broncos have exploded here. Five runs in the sixth inning against Jamestown's pitching staff. Marshall Burchess came in out of the pen to relieve Dakota Nelson. Has not had a whole lot of success. Burchess has given up 
couple of big base hits here. And the Broncos have scored a total of five runs here in the inning. Breaking the sack, looking at a count of one ball and one strike here. We're in the bottom half of the sixth inning, there's a ball that's going to be hit deep to center field, and that's going to be over the head of the center fielder. Already. A run scores heading for a third base on the play is going to be Brickensack, and the Broncos all of a sudden have found the offensive punch. Brickensack gets a triple to center field. His first triple of the season. That's going to drive home another run for Hastings. He ends up at third base on the play. In fact, the Broncos scoring another couple of runs there. And Hastings now has a 9-3 advantage. 9-3 over Jamestown. Now the catcher, Zerbrock, is going to go out and have a couple of words with his pitcher, Michael Burchess. Yeah, so Hastings all of a sudden hitting the ball all over the place. Hastings with nine runs and seven hits. Jamestown with three runs on three base hits. Jaden Stack is the next guy up there. This is the 11th guy to come to the plate here for Hastings in the bottom of the sixth inning. Two men out. There's a pitch that's going to be inside for a ball. One or no in the count. One ball, no strikes here to Jaden Stack. He laid down a sacrifice earlier in this inning. Next one is going to be fouled away back to the screen. Stack is officially 0 for 2 in the ball game. He grounded out in the first inning. He flew out to right field in the third. One ball, one strike, two men out. He sings with a lead here over Jamestown. It is 9-3. There's a swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes here to Jaden Stack. Michael Burchess working from the stretch with a runner over there at third base. That's Brickensack after his triple to center field. There's the next pitch. It's going to be down low for a ball, and it's now two and two. We'll have game number two coming up about 25 minutes upon the conclusion of this one here today at Duncan Field. So come on out. Sunday night baseball tonight here at Duncan. There's the ball hit two on left field. Mirez looks up there, and Mirez squeezes the ball as it comes down, and finally the inning is over. Jaden Stack flies out to left field, but Hastings explodes for seven runs here in the sixth inning of play, and the Broncos have the lead as we head to the top of the seventh inning. Hastings 9, Jamestown 3. You're listening to Bronco Baseball. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a longstanding service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, 
our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will back at Duncan Field here in Hastings as we head to the seventh inning of play. Hastings out on top of Jamestown. The score is 9-3. Hastings is scoring seven runs on five base sets in the sixth inning. Dylan Fitzgerald had a RBI double in that inning. Logan O'Neill had a two-run single in the inning. Cam Brickasek had a... A triple to produce another run in the Broncos with seven runs in the inning. And the Broncos now lead by a score of 9-3 to three here as we head to the seventh inning. And trying to finish things off for the Broncos is going to be uh, Devin Wagner. Wagner, or he sings back out there and throwing here. This is going to be Grant Okawa, the shortstop, going to get things started here. He is one for two so far in this ball game. One for two. He had a uh, single back there in the third inning of play. Grounded out in inning number five. Start of the day with a batting average of 255. So he stings with a lead here in this one. Trying to finish off the Jimmies in game one of this doubleheader. There's the next pitch. Going to hit, be hit on the ground, and that's going to get through there for a base hit. Right in between the uh, third baseman and the shortstop for Hastings, Fitzgerald and Onuka. So Grant Okawa is going to get aboard to lead off the uh, seventh inning of play, and that's going to bring up now the top of the order. So the Jimmy's not done yet. Top of the order coming up there with uh, Jaden Yackley coming to the plate next for the Jimmy's. Yackley struck out in the first inning. And had a couple of walks in innings three and five, in which case he came around to score. So he's officially 0 for 1 today, but been on base twice. 264 is his batting average on the season. And the first pitch to him is going to be outside for a ball. He's not going to take any chances here. They've got two relievers warming up out in the bullpen. Now with a six-run lead here in this ball game, nine to three. Yackley is going to take his lead down there at first base. Check that. That's uh, Okawa who had the single. Okawa is down there at first base. Yackley is at the plate here, and he takes a pitch outside for a ball here. Two balls, no strikes to uh, Jaden Yackley. Devin Wagner for Hastings. He's now got 104 pitches in this ball game. He's given up four hits, six walks, six strikeouts. Again, 104 pitches to start the inning. There's a strike there. Two balls and one strike down to Jaden Yackley. Tanner Rowdy would be next, and then Caleb Binstock for Jamestown. Hastings with a lead, 9-3. Broncos have hit the Jimmies now in the ballgame, 7-4. Next pitch is going to be outside for a ball. And now it is three balls and one strike, and we'll see how long uh, Steve Sponberg stays with uh, Wagner with his six-run lead here. 
in the seventh inning of play. This one's scheduled for seven, the first game of a doubleheader tonight here at Duncan. There's a big swing and a miss there. Has now three balls and two strikes. Three and two the count here to Jaden Yackley. Backs out of the batter's box and takes a look at head coach Tom Hager down there in the third base box for the Jimmies. Yackley is a product from Linwood, Washington. Five foot ten, 180 pounder for Jamestown. Wagner working from the stretch here with the runner on at first base. Looks that way. Offers one of the plates. Swing and a miss. Strikeout. Yackley goes down. Strikeout number seven in the ball game now. For Devin Wagner for Hastings. Wagner's went all the way here for the Broncos. Tanner Rowdy coming up there next. He struck out in the first inning. Had a two-run single in the third inning of play and had another single in the fifth. So he's two for three in the ball game. There goes the runner at first base, and it's going to be popped up. He's going to turn around and go back. High fly ball out toward right field, grabbed there by Zach. Two outs here in the inning. Tanner Rowdy flies out to right field for the second out. And now Caleb Binstock is coming up there next. Binstock is the designated hitter. Tonight, Nebraska plays TCU second round of the NIT. That's going to be down in Fort Worth, Texas. Going to be a night game tonight. 8.30 for the tip-off. We're going to have the pregame coverage over on the breeze tonight. KOIQ 94.5 beginning at 7.30. There's a ball hit by the uh, shortstop Casey Onuka in the left field for a base hit. So Caleb Binstock is going to have a single here. That moves uh, Okawa down to second base on the play. And now coming up there is going to be uh, Drake Pilot. Pilot so far today has struck out once. He's walked once, and he's flown out to left field. So Drake Pilot's going to come up here with runners on at first and second base now. Jimmy's not rolling over here in the seventh inning. Down by six runs. It is nine to three. There's a strike there in the outside corner. Nothing in one to Drake Pilot. Wagner, we continue to monitor his pitch count. He's up to 116 now. 116 here in the uh, seventh inning. No balls in one strike to Pilot. Right hand, right hand, right handed hitter. There's the next pitch. He's going to be in there for a strike. Nothing in two to Pilot. So he seems just a strike away from wrapping up this one. Still some relievers warming up just in case down there in the bullpen for the Broncos, but Wagner would like to finish things off. Wagner looking in for the sign here from his catcher, Logan O'Neill. He comes set. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. It's on the way. A swing and a miss, and the Broncos win the game. Pilot strikes out. That's going to be strikeout number eight in the ball game. And the clincher for the Broncos as Hastings knocks off the Jimmies of Jamestown by the score of nine to three. So Hastings going to improve to five wins and 11 losses on the season, two and three in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. The Jimmies, they fall to 12 wins and nine losses. They're now two and three in conference play with another game yet to go here tonight at Duncan Field. We'll take a break, come back, and check the final numbers as we continue with Bronco Baseball on 1230 KHS. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. As a paramedic, we do interfacility transport, so I see and interact a lot with Mary Lanning. I was on the job, bent down to lift the stretcher, and kind of had a little bit of a pull in my back. After the injury, was not able to do much. Then was referred to Dr. Bell, Mary Lanning and Hastings, and Dr. Bell reviewed things and decided that surgery was the best option for me. After the surgery, I was able to continue to do my job at the highest level, even more so now than I was before. Mary Lanning felt like I was not just a number. They're not just doing the medicine. They're taking care of the person as a whole and that person's family. My name is Nathan Wigert, and I'm a patient of Dr. Scott Bell at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings College wins it here tonight over the Jamestown Jimmies. Final score of 9-3 here in this one as the Broncos get seven runs in the sixth inning of play to uh, beat the Jimmies in this one, 9-3. Winning pitcher is going to be Devin Wagner. He is now 2-0 and on the season. He goes all the way for Hastings. Gives up uh, five hits. He had six walks and eight strikeouts tonight. He throws 119 pitches in the ball game this evening, but he picks up the win. The losing pitcher is going to be uh, Marshall Burgess for the Jamestown Jimmies. He came out in relief and uh, lost it in the sixth inning of play. Hastings officially scores nine runs on seven hits with one error. They leave two. Jamestown with three runs, five hits. They commit two errors. They leave seven. Cam Brickasek had two hits, two RBIs for Hastings. Logan O'Neill today, he had a couple of base hits and four RBIs for Hastings College. They were the leaders offensively for the Broncos as Hastings wins it a big one over the Jimmies of Jamestown. Game number one today, final score of 9-3. to three. We got one more coming up for you here in a little bit here at Duncan Field. We'll take a break for about uh, 25 minutes or so. We'll come back with game number two here on 1230 KHIS. Again, Hastings wins the first ball game. Hastings 9, Jamestown 3 for 1230 KHIS Sports. This is Mike Will. You've been listening to Hastings College Baseball. Stay tuned. The second half of the doubleheader is coming up in just a few on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Hastings. 